this little break just Ugh. to hold on and we're not even gonna, I, don't, I don't even want to talk about politics i don't want to talk about any no, of that this no. episode is our is our journey back into podcasting back into the yeah. living and we're gonna keep it light and fun and sexy and then next <laughs> week we'll talk about horrificness no that's not true we're gonna have to not talk about horrificness unless it's in this in the genre of horror true you know but no we're not going to talk about we don't need to talk about horrificness but i to your point we needed we both needed a break because shit was too real and we didn't want to record an episode where it was just the two of us whining in fact we we did do that (laughs) we tried it was bad i called and i was like i can't put this this is too depressing (laughs) nobody wants to hear this it's just you and this me going, it's real. And the other one going, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really bad. So um, so we uh, have a special guest on this episode of Gaudy Positive, um, the author Vanessa Vale. She is a USA Today bestseller. She is a romance novelist um, and a good friend of mine, good friend of yours. Um, you know what? I made now- a mistake, though. What? I need to tell you, Jenny, I forgot to ask Miss Vanessa Vale. I forgot to ask her if she's ever met Fabio because I uh, have. Oh, no. I know. Fuck. Another that would have been such a good one. A good question. I know. I met Fabio once at Whole Foods in Oakland. He was selling his new milk powder. <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> it's a protein powder made from uh, unpasteurized milk. Wow. And, and then my friend who was a nurse argued with him about the need for pasteurization. It was great. I mean, unpasteurized milk is raw milk is, is what you're really supposed to call it. But anyway, uh, yeah, I have, I have a, a Fabio meeting in my That's, life. Fabio is a, I mean, uh, the how they come up with the covers for those books is so great. And Fabio started them. Um, yeah. which is fabulous. Um, he's, uh, he's not my type gorgeous, but he's fine. Same. Yeah. He's, fine. he's like, you know who I think, you know, I feel like this is a little teaser, but we get into what the term shifter means in this oh, episode. Yeah. I Talk feel like shifters? he is, I feel like he, he is like a shifter cover boy. Yeah, yeah I can see it. Maybe not anymore, yeah. but when he was younger. Definitely. Yeah. We also talk about, um, oh, my computer just gl- did a crazy glitch. Um, we talk about um, Russia. the different time- types of niche or niche, whatever you want to pronounce it. Um, <laughs> how, uh, how she came into romance writing, which uh, very much like how Frankenstein happened. Uh, by accident. Yeah, pretty much. Um and it's just, it's a really great conversation. And especially too, you know, 
you want to talk about gaudy positive what's more oh. gaudy positive than writing romance novels and then owning your own business and raking in the cash from all of the fucking you write about yeah it's pretty much like i think it's she is the quintessential textbook gaudy positive oh, yeah. lifestyle oh yeah living in montana with her cowboys i think we should just get into it we need to stop Let's get into it just um also just uh, fyi people listen to the end we have a, a very little special promo that's pretty exciting and i want to hear everyone's um take from it so here's yes. our interview with vanessa vale and yeah real quick okay follow us you gotta follow us on instagram oh, yeah. in order to do that shit if oh, they yeah, want to yeah. enter so, at the end let's you know let's just do our instagrams right now do it. All right. Well, no, we got to, I'm talking about the podcast Instagram, you ding dong. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying, say it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Body positive show, right? It's been yeah. so long. <laughs> it's been so long. Did That's we even why I know wanted to just is? say it because I wasn't sure. <laughs> Body positive show is our handle on Instagram. Our most recent picture is, I think, a McDonald's. Yep, it's a McDonald's. <laughs> uh yeah just you'll you'll know it when you see it. okay and right, um, <laughs> that's it uh make good choices i'm done Go. what's up oh my goodness it's been so long it's been months Woo. and what a show Woo. we have for like our bringing back the show if yeah. you get your lupe snorting in the back that's common. That's what we do. We yeah. have such a good show. I yeah. Well, I mean, I think so. Yeah, I you, know. You so. or I could fuck it up, but I think our special guest will not fuck it up. She is a pro, <laughs> and she's a USA Today bestseller. So she knows yeah. her shit. So really, you and I just need to get our shit together. We're a little rusty. We're super rusty, but it's okay. We're coming in hot. We're coming in strong. Speaking of hot and strong, Vanessa Vale is a romance author, uh, mm. writer of hot and strong things, mm. making us hot, making us strong all day. I don't know mm. about strong. Okay, we're rusty. Anyway. <laughs> making us hot and ready like the pizza I had right before this. Oh, yeah. Making us cheesy yeah melty and double stuffed Ooh, <laughs> that is all right <laughs> all right let's introduce our guest vanessa vale hello Hi, how are you oh we're good i am the <laughs> expert in double stuffed oh yes yes i Oreos am familiar with some of your work and there is double stuffing in it that's Wait. right what, Vanessa, what is it that you do? I am a romance writer. That's so cool. And you're a best-selling author. Can you tell us about your, tell us about what you write? I Being write yeah. lots and lots of steamy, hot cowboys. Almost mm -hmm. more than half of my books are, um, have two cowboys in each book, meaning it's Minaj or um, the heroine gets two hot guys. Hell oh, Minaj! Yes. I like. To, we're we've shortened it. We've gotten a brave in the in the mix already. A Minaj. Yeah, people Minaj. people know they know what's going on when you say Minaj. Yeah, and I it's like not it. Nikki. But so for, well, for those who don't, it's 
um, a hero, a heroine, and a hero, or a hero, a heroine, a hero, and a hero, at least in my stories. So, oh, are there yeah. multiple? Can there be more than two heroes? Absolutely. Usually, when you have more than two, um, it turns into a different subgenre called reverse harem. Uh, what? So, yeah, I don't really write reverse harem because you get too many guys in the story there's a lot of sex and a lot of different guys having sex with the same heroine so i just keep it down to usually two guys in the heroine but two of my books have three just because i don't know it was fun why not right why not yeah what's it's more fun than a hero of, of heroes well, well i, I like the reverse harem yeah Reverse hands are handful, that's for sure. I think most ladies who like, who think of fantasy guys, I'm talking fantasy here, not real life, right? So you might have significant other of some kind somewhere, but when you close your eyes and tune them all out, you can make up anything you want. So when it's all about you, two guys, two hands, two mouths, two other things that I'm not sure if we can say on this podcast. Oh, you can say anything on we this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you can Fan say, books. and you can, oh. you can talk about, you know, cowboys going into other cowboys if you want. Yeah. We only share this with our church circle afterwards, so <laughs> fine. Good. It's we actually, we brought you here to pray, Vanessa. <laughs> Let me spell my name out for you so they get it right. <laughs> This is, this is an intervention. Um, yeah. No, this is, it's actually, fine. Actually, Jenny Zagrino brought me on as an intervention for you. You need oh. two cowboys. We need to get you some cowboys. Maybe a cowgirl with a pompadour. Yes. Now we're talking a cowgirl with a pomp. Yeah. Listen, I've been cutting Rob's hair and he will not shape it into a pompadour, no matter how hard I try. So that's, so that's why you got to escape with these romance novels so you can get what I'm, you want. I'm just going to have to take the Wild West into my own hands. <laughs> well, I will say no matter what your interest is in love, whatever you're looking for, there is a romance novel out there for you. So if cowboys aren't your thing, if menage isn't your thing, there's always something that's going to make you hot. So I don't want to pigeonhole anyone's. Fair. Yeah, anything yeah. that melts their butter, you know, there's there's something out there. Oh, I like that term. Is there like an enneagram for for uh, romance readers? Like, is there a quiz I can take or something that's like I'm an INFJ and that is stands for I don't know. Okay, what would INFJ? Let's just figure that out. What would that be <laughs> in romance terms? That would yeah. be. I guess you you probably would go with steamy factor. You know, how hot do you like your book? Do you want it to be, do you want your sex behind closed doors? Do you want no mention of it whatsoever, kind of like a Hallmark movie where maybe they kiss at the very end and that's it? Um, yeah. Or do you want to be like in bed watching everything happen? So there's a whole Ooh. range oh. of scale, like, you know, like flame scale or heat scale or however term you want to use, like one to five. I think. What would you say to, your flame scale is? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm <laughs> definitely, if, if we're using one to five, it's one being Hallmark Channel movie behind closed doors and five being. Um, you know. can't show this on Pornhub. 
<laughs> just shy of that perhaps, um, then I would say a five. Absolutely. My books are easily fives, if not 5.5. Wow. And five and a half. Yeah. But in the book, How? they're probably around eight. You know what I mean? Hey. But then what I've always did. Right. But once you get the, the heat scale figured out, then you've got to decide what you're yeah do you like contemporary do you like billionaires do you like cowboys do you like vampires do you like shifters do you like dukes do you like pirates shifters um well we can get into that later okay we'll we'll get uh, into that actually let's start at the beginning oh wait okay wait wait a second beginning here you got to pick your your hero yeah yeah i i okay wait we need to talk about this though we do need to i I need this tangent to happen i the what is a shifter and why do we care? Why is, why are Dukes a thing? I've wanted to know this for so long. Okay. So, <laughs> Duke, right? so Dukes would fall under English, you know, England and English um, based reading books, um, romances or non-romances even. Usually they are rich, they're rakes, they're bossy, they're dominant, um, and they usually take place in Regency England, which is around 1815. So you, most cases, the ladies are young, they're virgins, and these guys show them what to do. I'm, I'm into that. I'm into some historical good times. Had yeah, by that's all, where so the that's- Where the woman's just like, what? What is happening? Yeah, we've already figured it We've, we've figured out Denny's thing. <laughs> you could do the same thing with a pirate or with a Highlander, like, like Outlander, oh. um, or, um, uh, you know, or historical cowboys, because those are hot. Yeah. Oh, Jenny, a blacksmith. Ooh, I would, I would get hammered by a blacksmith <laughs> any day. Then there's contemporary. Do you like billionaires? Do you like mechanics? Do you like uh, motorcycle clubs? Do you like... um, What about hot librarian uh, guys? Usually it's a hot librarian lady meets Mm. the billionaire sweeping her off her feet. But I have to say this. I'm very um, a big advocate of this is that romance is like the one of the largest billion it's a billion dollar industry every year women read a lot it is a huge industry women who write romance books are making books for other women to be empowered if you think about it in movies today most of the heroes are men and the women are side characters if they're the main character they're usually rescued or saved by the a guy or a hero there aren't many movies or tv shows where the woman is the hero and she saves herself in Mm -hmm. romance books while there is a hero or more than one hero who helps the heroine the heroine saves herself so it shows women being strong and empowered or being weak at the beginning but um coming to terms with themselves and succeeding and being empowered in their femininity. Um, it's oftentimes that people laugh or make fun of romance novels, but women are empowered in them, not only personally, um, professionally, but also sexually. And I think that is the biggest challenge that normal society has with empowering women in their own personal sexuality. 
reading romances allows women to discover what makes them hot, what makes them interested in, um, or and in inner thinking about what turns them on. And that is been considered taboo for women to empower themselves in this way. So I think that women who read romance novels grow um, in many ways that um, society doesn't um, recommend or suggest. The one thing I can say, a great perk for all you guys out there who are listening, is that if your lady friend, your wife, your girlfriend, whatever, is reading romance novels, she might be hot and horny, and she might have some suggestions for you. And she 100%. is 100%. <laughs> do, do we have straight men who listen to our show? I don't know about I that. I know we do. <laughs> I've, I've had sex with most of them, I'll be honest. <laughs> Well, if there's lots of ladies out there, go get some romance books, figure out what turns you on, and then share it with your guy or with your gal, whatever, whatever floats your boat. That is really, that is a really interesting concept is that in a lot of these books, it is always like kind of like the heroine that is strong and is like taken by the guy, but at the same time, the guy is also, what I love about them is the, is the guy or the other person is always kind of like taken aback and baffled by the heroine. And I, I love that. I guess for me, like I love that kind of feeling of being special and that something that you have no, uh, no one else has. Mm-hmm. And I love that about romance novels is that there's always the, the, the male hero character is just like, I've never met anyone like them. And they're always so like um, interesting and independent on their own. And it's like, uh, I would, I would love to find that. That would be ideal to find someone who treats me as special as like they do in these romance novels. Is it a far-fetched idea? I don't think so. I don't think it is. I think women um, can find the guy that's right for them. And seeing different examples of heroines, um, everyone can sort of see themselves a little bit, perhaps. I mean, I might not be a librarian in my real life, but I can recognize the woman's flaws or her personal challenges and stuff. And when the hero is interested in her or seeks her out, um, falls in love with her, is hot for her, it empowers each woman who's reading the book to want the same thing, to deserve the same thing. Yeah, I feel like uh, dudes should take, should be reading these books just as much as the ladies should. Um, yes, I think a lot of guys who read these books will perhaps see where their ladies are coming from. Yeah. Where did, what, so what started you on this path, Vanessa? Uh, a dare, actually. I loved, I love to read romance books. I always have. I, I, I don't know why. Just, I just enjoy reading them. I think perhaps the fact that a romance novel always has a happily ever after or mm-hmm. a happily for now. It's a guarantee at the end that things are going to be good. And you've had a rough day at work or whatever. I don't need to, um, to struggle through something that's going to emotionally traumatize me by a murder or something. Maybe yeah. I want a thriller or a mystery someday, but 
a lot of days I don't. I just want a good solid read and I like to read things that are hot. So I get into those. At work about 20 years ago, someone was doing their master's in creative writing or something and we were talking about romance books and we're like, how hard can it be to write one? Well, it's pretty hard. Is it? <laughs> I, took it to, I took it to heart. I, I don't usually do anything sort of half-assed. So I took that dare and ran with it and I'm still running. How long did it take you to complete your first book? Um, the first book I wrote was a, a Western, a cowboy book, and it was horrible. The heroine was kidnapped <laughs> three times. So that goes against She sounds kind of unlucky. Well, it goes against everything I've already said. She was a dingbat. I mean, how can you get kidnapped three times? Um, it was never actually published. And um, then I walked away for a while. I actually moved to Montana. I moved, I was living in the wild, wild west. I went a little bit more wild, wild west and raised some kids. And then I had an idea for a story based off of my life there. And it was more of a romantic comedy. That book is called Montana Fire and it's funny and steamy and and it's got a garden gnome in it as a central supporting character. So okay. th that doesn't pique your interest. I don't does, know. Wow. Well, does <laughs> so the gnome get inserted anywhere? No, no. This no. is not that kind of story. So what happens Bummer. is the, the heroine takes her kids to garage sales and her kids buy these two ceramic garden gnomes that you see out in people's yards. It turns out one of them was used to smuggle bull semen or um, because it's actually, if you live in the wild, wild west, you know that um, animal husbandry is a very large thing. So if that extra little perk hasn't, um, hasn't gotten, gotten people rushing, so there's rushing a, there's to a, buy it, there's a firefighter neighbor. She works at her mother-in-law's sex, a sex toy store, an adult, adult store in town. It's, um, it's quite the mix of fun things. Anyway, that was my first book and I, now a five book series. And from there I moved on to truly writing cowboy and um, steamy cowboys. Five years, six years ago when I started writing, there was not a lot of steamy cowboys. There were a lot of sweet or hallmark quality historical romances, but nothing steamy. Mm -hmm. Certainly no menage. So I wrote my first series um, based on an invented town that um, was um, created for people who believed that two men should marry and take care of one woman. Oh, wow. So all the relationships, all the people who live in town have that kind of marriage or relationship. So there, there's 12 books in the series and um, there's lots of interest in cowboys where they claim one woman, two guys or three guys claim one woman. That's a historical series, but then I wrote the spinoff for a contemporary version. So that was 1885 Montana in contemporary times, it turned into Bridgewater County, which is you know, contemporary. And they still have that same tradition of two cowboys marrying or being in a relationship with one woman. So people loved it. It's a hit. I've sold over a million books. It's a, it's a go-to. Congratulations. Idea. Thank you. That's great. So if there's, that's a proof that people like Minaj, like cowboys, like steamy stuff and um, want more. Yeah. No, 100%. How did you like come to 
you just saw that there was like a market for for that specific one and you were like this is this is who i am or was oh. there perhaps your own interest in it from your own well, fantasies well of course i live in the wild wild west so cowboys are around and i have to say they're pretty hot so that was <laughs> definitely a start and don't get me wrong i i'd like a guy in a suit you know a billionaire in new york city those books are great too but cowboys really do it for me. And then I read a lot of books, a lot of books. And like any business that you are going to run, you research the market. You know, if you're going to open a cupcake store, you go eat a lot of cupcakes. Yeah. I, I um, read a lot of romance novels and I read a lot of cowboy ones. And there was, I noticed the hole in the market, like I said, for steamy. Uh, yeah, you <laughs> so I filled it double time. Sorry. Hold on a second. Did that sound as crazy on your end as it did on my end? Yeah, I was like, is there a piano? What is that? Kat, are you okay? <laughs> All I, I was trying to make a joke because you said you saw a hole in the market. And I was like, yeah, yeah. you did. Two but holes. it sounds like yeah. the sound was all fucked up. It sounded so weird is it still bad i know it's fine now but i okay. still think i'm gonna keep that first version because it was oh, so God. weird i don't what, like that okay vanessa what do, what do you like to read um i rotate around in in the i love mysteries non-romance mysteries i like i like creepy mysteries where you like put the book down and you're scared and you throw the covers of your head I like those ones, but you can only read so many of those before you're afraid to leave the house. So I read um, romance. I read tons of romance. If my, if I was going to pick a category, it would rotate between. Um, I like I like MC, which stands for motorcycle clubs. I like those romances a lot. I have no idea. Think of Sons of Anarchy without bloodshed, oh. but yeah. all all the guys you know, are in a romance novel and each one gets a happy ending and a happily ever after. <laughs> Both. <Yeah. laughs> Just like a bunch of like, nice motorcycle that. dudes. Well, a lot of, well, and there's also dark romance where there, where there's actually a lot of, it's called alpha holes. They're, they're alpha guys, but they're also assholes. And I'm not really wild about those because I don't, who, I don't really personally like assholes and I don't find them hot. So, but there are some people who do. That's why there are, is that sub niche of romance? So I never knock anyone's thing because it doesn't really matter what book you love as long as you're sitting down reading. That's why I tell my kids at least minus the <laughs> part. But. I have a question about, um, about the niches. Do you yeah. like, can you give us kind of a rundown of like some of the niches and then also an added to that question do you feel like as we're growing and being more open as a society sexually that more niches are coming up okay i'm going to start with i'm going to preface this with a clarification there's romance and there's erotic romance or okay. erotica okay erotica is is pretty much porn in writing there's no um, growth of character. There's no major plot. There's no um, 
um, story arc between the characters, conflicts, issues, what's my problem, what's your problem, how are you going to resolve it? It's just literally like um, a porn where someone rings your doorbell and it's like, you called for pizza? Let's have sex. That's what erotic <laughs> erotica is like. Yeah. Romances, even with very, very sexy, um, steamy scenes, that is secondary to the overall plot of the story. Jenny, you mentioned how you liked um, relating to the character and the guy or the hero um, learning about her and embracing her growth as a person and then them as a couple as well. That is a romance scenario. Yeah, I just want to feel like a special princess. Correct. So I want to make that very clear to everyone who's listening that there's a big difference between romances with a lot of heat and then erotica. Okay. Okay, so that's, that's something that's kind of important because some people may just jump into these. And they're going to jump in head first to something that doesn't real have any, crazy. Real crazy. And that's great. If you like that, go for it. But it might not or be. Or if it's the opposite, that they might be expecting erotica and then they're like, wait a second, this could be a Hallmark movie. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Exactly. There's a lot of, when I was younger, thumbing through this ones at CBS and being like, when are they going to talk about the dick? And then it, right. you know, right. it doesn't show up to like the last <laughs> chapter. Or it doesn't at all. It's or like, yeah, or not at all. Like, just, wait, they just talk about like a mound or something. Or oh, you gotta, I have oh. another question that I'll get to after this one. Okay. And I kind of forgot your question. Originally. <laughs> it okay, was so about this- genres of romance. Yes. And what? Just like a general, like what are some general genres that people okay. might not know about or people should know about? Okay. And then do you feel like okay, with you the way, okay, let's just start with that one first. Okay. Cause I forgot them all. Okay. okay. So <laughs> there's the obvious large ones like contemporary, historical, science fiction, romance, paranormal romance, that kind of thing. There's very large. Ooh, broad, that's mine. Okay. Paranormal mine. romance? Mine is going to be ghost, ghost sex. Okay, so let's use paranormal as an okay. example. Okay. Yeah. So beneath paranormal, you could have, um, again, I'm going to, we're going to go through this. You could have vampires. You could, like, my life, right? You no. Have, no. Or not. Ghost. No. Ghost fucking or um, get out. <laughs> Patrick romance. Swayze or nut at all. That's fine. You could That's have it. angels. You could have shifter oh. romance. And I, again, I'm pausing in that one because. I'm here to share one, a book that has that, one of my books that has that in it, but there's um, um, a different, all different kinds of paranormal. Under sci-fi, usually it's science fiction in the sense that it's out in space or a space. Alien sex. So it's aliens or, yeah. and then the cool thing about aliens is that you can invent stuff because it's not like, well, I know that there are aliens out there and they're all like this, but you can invent any kind of thing you want. So I, I, co-write under a second pen name called Grace Goodwin and sh- and that pen name or she writes sci-fi romance and we've invented a world of over 45 books that has women who have are tested at an interstellar brides program testing center and are tested for their perfect match in space they're matched to a different planet there's a variety of them I think we have seven or eight now and you get your perfect match so women readers love it because life sucks sometimes here on earth and Mm. you're ready to like i want to go find my dude i'm going to get tested and it's going to pick out my perfect planet and my perfect mate and then everyone wants to go everyone wants to go and do it i i do yeah and um 
Are these I mean, humanoids? that's not that much different from me looking up how to move to Costa Rica. Like it isn't, exactly. it, it's very understandable. That's kind of cool. If not Costa Rica, then you can be tested to, and be matched to a, a, an imaginary planet in space that we've written. And each What's, will, a, what's yeah. an example of a planet name that you have? Okay, so based off of this, this genre or niche concept that Jenny was talking about, we have tried to hit um, a variety of niches in this entire universe because for example one planet's called viking v-i-k-e-n we made it because it was close to viking viking right are hot. i was wondering that's actually an interesting um, romance niche in itself so vikings are hot everyone wants to be marauded i mean what oh, woman yeah. does it right so we have a whole planet of vikings who look like vikings on earth the planet is earth-like but the guys braves um, but wait, there's this the important part. They oh. mate in threes. So if you're matched oh. to Viking, you get three mates. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Okay, so on a different planet. I thought you were going to say they had three dicks, honestly. <laughs> they, do have special, they do have special. That's too many. That's too many dicks. <laughs> too many dicks. It's a lot. You know, yeah. A lot. What, so what's then, the coast? Is there a Costa Rica of this universe? Well, when we, it's not really about the, the location as much as the, the <laughs> gentlemen who are the aliens live upon it. So there's Atlan who are beasts. So they are perfectly normal dudes, but when they um, sort of laser focus onto their mate, they grow in size um, mm. and have to claim their, their mate standing up against the wall. There's lots of different fun things. Um, there's there's another, there's, there's like seven or eight planets. I could wait. I could use the entire podcast discussing this entire world. It's like but a Rick are, and Morty. Right. This one's interesting. Is, yeah. The pen name's Grace Goodwin. And you can take your own online test to see what planet you would be matched to personally. It's I called. Think we're going to do that. I think Ken, yeah. we're going to do that uh, after okay. we let you go, Vanessa. We're going to take our own online test and see well, what yeah. planet. Let me give you and your listeners yeah. the URL for that. So it's Interstellar bridesprogram.com interstellar brides which is plural program.com and you can go there and you can take an online test to see which planet and which hot aliens you are actually matched to i gotta say i want to see this as a tv show so do i like it sounds like a great tv show doesn't it sound like a great series and then every season i mean ryan murphy is perfect for this because every season he can have a completely new planet in the universe i'm just saying i'm pitching it to hollywood right now that, i'm okay um, with it let me get hollywood on the phone you think they'll Please, zoom with hollywood. us hello <laughs> at eight o'clock at night hello hey ryan hey rye um or do you think he goes by murph i don't know but no, I love this. I'm so into this right now. Well, time, I, I, have a, yeah. I, I guess I have a question for you. I'm wondering, you know, we've all been quarantined. We've been stuck inside. People are not going out as much. And, you know, single folks are not dating as much. I'm wondering, like, where does romance, how, where does the romance world fit into, like, what makes romance, romance novels or, or this genre such a great thing for where we are right now. I don't think it's the romance genre as much as books in general. Books are mm -hmm. a great escape. Mm -hmm. One, they're cheap. They're very inexpensive. Um, E-books e especially, you don't have to leave the house. You don't have to go to a library, which might be closed right now. You don't have mm -hmm. to go to a bookstore. You can go onto your computer, 
download a book immediately and it'll be right there in front of you. doesn't matter if you read mysteries or children's books or erotica, it all is at your fingertips at any time you want. Um, like I said, the cost of them are nominal in comparison to what a movie used to be or a date night out. Um, and also, even if you're concerned about getting one of those bodice ripper covers or potentially finding a book that might be considered taboo to people around you, there's no shame in finding something at home on your computer and reading it on your Kindle or your other ebook um, platform that you use. Um, so as for a perk in this day and age with romance, I don't really see one specifically for that, but I think all authors um, are seeing a eagerness for more books. People are craving more and more and more. So if someone likes Vanessa Vale Cowboys, they are emailing me saying, when's the next one coming out? I need more because they're sitting at home a whole lot more than they used to. Yeah. Speaking I'll tell you what, the, when I worked in publishing, there. we wished that the people were like that. When, we were, when I was in publishing, we wished people were craving books. It's kind of nice for the publishing world to be in this spot right now. I mean, I'm well, sure I, it's not true across the board for all genres, but Right. Well, romance readers especially are ravenous. I don't know exactly what the statistic is, but romance readers read exponentially large number of books over any other genre. Mm -hmm. So for example, if a mystery reader reads one book a month, a romance reader will read 10. Yeah. Well, it's very, it's very easy. I mean, I don't mean easy in like a bad way. I mean, it's, it's very a casual like, read. it's a light. Yeah. yeah. Most of them are light and easy going reads and they make you feel good at the end yeah it's like right now burner. i'm reading it's a book that's like all about science and statistics and i've read two pages and i've been like i'm good <laughs> i don't, I don't need any more a boost, a boost these days yeah. and i i personally think romance can certainly offer it to those who enjoy that genre yeah well i wanted to say that speaking of ebooks you have a book that you're here to promote and talk about and it is available as an ebook and um, I wanted to give you a chance to talk about the this new book series that you have. Is it a new series? It is. Well, it would be considered new since I'm still writing in it. We have one more book to go. So it is new. It's the newest one I'm working on. But whenever, I guess it depends on whomever is listening to the story, this, this podcast, if it's you know a year old or whatever, um, it will be my backlist. But it, the, the words won't change. So I hope that you'll still enjoy it, even though it might be old by the time someone listens to this. But if you're listening to this very, very soon after we record it, then um, the series is called Wolf Ranch. Um, it is written by myself, Vanessa Vale, and co-written by Renee Rose. Um, I know that both of you mentioned shifters earlier and you both were like, huh? Yeah. So shifters are... Um, people who can transform into something else, usually an animal. And it is, in most cases, a werewolf. Ooh. But a lot of books these days, it's bears and leopards and variety of animals. Um, the Wolf Ranch series uh, is takes place in Montana. They are cowboys on a ranch. They are true ranchers. And yet, they're also shifters. So... Um, is there absurdist is there such a thing as absurdist romance because I my brain is full of absurdity and I was like what's the dumbest thing they could shift into and I was like a chicken 
Uh, well, you know, again, this is where where each person has their own thing that makes them hot, or that they're ah, right. So I have to be cautious in saying what might not melt my butter versus somebody else's. I have seen everything from a werewolf to a uh, bear to a snake, um, and everywhere in between. So cats, all kinds of different things. Um, some don't really do it for me, but they might do it for others. I think sure. that an author will write a book with, say, a, uh, I don't know, a snake shifter or a leopard shifter, and they will find success or failure by the amount of sales they have. And so, mm -hmm. if yeah. leopards don't really do it, they'll know pretty fast when the sales don't when the when the sales don't come in, and they'll be like, okay, we're not doing that one anymore. Yeah, yeah. I would think a snake wouldn't, but I also think a snake really would. <laughs> Yeah, I could totally see that. I could see, you know, there animals like that. There's, there is a nature to them. I just think about like, I guess my question really even framing that a different way is like, is there such thing as like, are there rom romance novels out there that are humorous in that like ridiculous way? You there know, are, like there a, are, but those, I don't think they'll be considered romance as much as, mm. as comedic fiction or I'm sure. not sure what the term is. Jenny, you mentioned it to me yesterday. We were talking about it. Um, I mean, parody? Would it be parody? Yeah, it would be almost yeah. a parody of a romance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because I was just thinking, like, what's the adult swim version of a romance? And, yes. Yeah, and that, that would be, be parody. The challenge with that is that there's a di distinction in that because it pokes fun at the genre itself of romance. And mm -hmm. so you have to take that, like, what, tongue-in-cheek and know that that's what's happening in it and be ex expect the absurd. Yeah. Um, if you're looking for, for, so this book, the series that I've written, I've written the romance is true, even though there is a shifter element, which is obviously um, fantasy, to, um, well, mm -hmm. unless there are shifters out there that I don't really know about, but let me know. Um, but <laughs> we add an element of the perks behind a shifter. So if you can think about any movie that involves shifters, the, the werewolves sent their mate and know the woman is theirs immediately. That is hot. Oh, I mean, yeah, what, I can see don't that. Don't you want to like walk into 7-Eleven to get a Slurpee and some dude's like, oh my God, you are it. I know it. I You're wouldn't say some forever. dude. <laughs> Okay, some really hot. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Successful. That's kind of a that's kind of a Joe Biden move. <laughs> Let me just sniff your hair. Just sniff hair. Okay, I'm cool with it. Novel at work, maybe not. <laughs> you know what? If Joe well, Biden wants to smell my hair, I'm okay with that too. At this point, but yeah, I you know I might make an exception. I I think that like there's a difference though. I think this is this is good though, right? Because there is that difference between the romance world where a woman could be safe to be in that scenario versus like the real world where if you walked into a Seven Eleven and a guy was like, "You're the one," you'd be like, "Get the <laughs> yeah. fuck out of here." Yeah, where's yeah. my face? Right, exactly. So the cool thing is, is that getting a book of any kind of any genre is an escape. So when you sit down to one of these books you know you're going, you're getting an escape. I mean, like, people in, like, 1980s, people watched Dallas because Bobby Ewing was hot. I mean, yeah. or, you know, I mean, you're not going to fall in love with the real Bobby Ewing, although I thought he was really cute, but um, not <laughs> I, I have a really good example that I try to make people 
understand this stuff. So in my books, when I write with two heroes or a menage scene, there is usually or always double penetration, which means there is vaginal and anal sex separately or even together in the book. Most people are like, whoa, I don't do backdoor action. I don't want to, you know, I don't do backdoor action. If that's fine, but you just read one of the books. So you're okay yeah. with it. So the thing is, is that pe and people kind of freak out because that is a taboo subject. And reading it, people are like, oh, I'm not going to tell anybody I read that stuff. But it's okay. You don't have to want to do it in your own bedroom, but makes you hot when you read it. For example, you might be afraid of heights, but you're still going to read Harry Potter books and watch Harry Potter movies and him flying on a broomstick. Do you mean yes. you don't yeah. have to have yeah. fear of heights and, and watch that movie at the same time? You don't have to tell your guy that I want to do this or I don't want to do it, but in reading it is still okay. Yeah. That's true. So, also, I have had fantasies with uh, Harry Potter on a broomstick before. So good job that picking one. that one. Yeah, thank you. Is the broomstick involved in that fantasy? You know what? Maybe, maybe, maybe there's a little bit of Nimbus 2000. <laughs> <laughs> a little double penetration between Harry <laughs> and the broomstick. Yeah. Get there that it snitch. Is. Double stuffed. Wow. Sorry, Vanessa, I had to. I had I to. That would be the best part. <laughs> Oh, yes. my Lanta. We're good for serious <laughs> conversation about romance. Okay, you know, but like, here's the thing is that I guess what occurs to me too is that, that that safety thing is something that we probably take for granted a lot of times for women. I think also to your point, just because, I mean, it's the same with like watching porn, right? Like if a woman watches porn, that doesn't necessarily, whatever she watches, it doesn't necessarily mean that that's what she wants in her real life. Um, exactly. Yeah. Hmm. Exactly. Hmm. So, so, so reading a, a romance book with, with um, backdoor action in it, it doesn't mean that that's, you know, something that you do at home. Maybe it is something you do at home and you read about it and you want to try it now. Who knows? Um, but back to the point, I think five minutes ago, we were trying to get at <laughs> was about shifters and that, you know, it is fantasy you know, going in, it's like, okay, it's not real, but I, I'll dig it. I'll, I'll get into it. This guy's hot. The qualities of a werewolf shifter dude are extra hot. And in my fantasy life, I would love for a guy to be like, you are the one. I know you're the one. I'm not going to mess around with you. I'm not going to play games. I am into you. Yeah. I'm not looking at any other women. Let's do this. And then that is really darn cool sometimes i mean yeah i think we'd all want that yeah reality no but we would want that to happen just like I, we talked about having being tested and matching to an alien yeah clearly we know we're not going to have that happen tomorrow but don't we all wish every once in a while instead of driving to work or or going on a blind date that turns out to be bad that you just get to be matched and get shipped off to some foreign or some space station and the dude's waiting for you yeah, I think like uh, also being the only single person on this cast right now, um, the joy and relief of being assigned someone and then mm. just being like, oh, that's done. <laughs> like, <laughs> so exciting to me. Do you just like think about how much brain space you could clear up in your life because you're not like dating and like online and dealing with shitty dudes and whatever? Just the. Uh, a machine's like, oh, you're going to fuck this wolf dude on Alien Blower Talks. And you're like, 
cool, 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 cool. Let's <laughs> and go. that's the point behind reading romance. In most cases, a lot of times, the guys, or well, in in the shift of romance books that I've written, they the guys know that she's the one. The women don't know that the guy thinks that she's the one. And so that's where the romance challenge comes in is that she's got problems. She's got conflicts. She's got motivations to succeed in her life. And this dude is in her way. So I mean, it could be something as simple. He's a rancher and has beef cows and she's a vegetarian. There's no way I can live on a ranch as a vegetarian when you guys are raising cattle to be killed. That's a big conflict. But if the dude's like, well, you're mine. So how are they going to solve that problem? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, right up in the beginning, it's just like, we already know we're going to be together. We just got to figure out how it's going to happen. This is kind of like an arranged marriage type of deal. And And I'm here for it. And there are are subgenres of arranged marriages, by the way. Um, Hmm. There is a thing where women want to know that, okay, that is solved. The dude wants me. Okay, now we've got a problem because there's a hurricane or he likes to eat meat and not, I'm a vegetarian. Whatever the problems are it eases a woman's mind to know, God, this guy is hot and he wants me. Mm-hmm. <gasps> yes. Yeah. I, I, that's interesting. Cause I, as I think about it, I may or may not have decided to finally start watching Gilmore girls. And, um, <laughs> and th- I, I, I broke down and I did it because everybody's like, you know, I never gave Gilmore girls a chance, but now that I'm in quarantine. So I feel like I'm just, it's like earning a, a, my quarantine merit badge of sorts. Um, but, you know, Rory and Dean, I don't know if you're a Gilmore Girls fan, but Rory and Dean getting together, I'm in the first season so far. Um, <laughs> them getting together was like, for me, I was like, oh, I'm so glad there's no tension leading up to them getting together. And it just happened. And it's not this thing where they're going to drag it out for like, six seasons of like do does he like her or doesn't he you know it was like oh okay good now we can get into the into the meat of it what's Mm -hmm. happening in this relationship what are the issues how are they going to solve them together and then when he sticks up for her at the school dance I was like that's wonderful okay I understand why people like this show yeah Yeah, she's she's her own hero and he's just a supporting character Mm-hmm. Yes. They all should be just yes. supporting characters. Exactly. What I said earlier is that the, the, the woman in the story is her own hero. And if there's a guy in the story, he's just the secondary to support her in that role and help her get to succeed on her own. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. I like that. It's very empowering, very feminist. So Kat, um, Vanessa yes. and I spoke earlier and we mm. came up with a promo for okay. our fans. Okay, you have to have sex with fun. a ghost. I enter. already did, but <laughs> they were not into it. Um, oh no, I'm sorry. Wow, rejection. My haunting. So uh, Vanessa and I talked earlier about a promo. So uh, Vanessa, talk about what's going on with um, the rough book right now. Okay, so um, the rough book right now is book one in a series of six books. And book one is on sale for 99 cents on all e- for ebook on all main um, retailers, Amazon, Apple, Google, Kobo, Barnes and Noble. You can get it on your favorite 
from your favorite store. Um, however, if you're listening to this, the easiest way to get it, if you want to on Amazon, is to go to the uh, domain name of vanessavaleonsale.com and you can get right to it. Yes. And uh, and that's, wait, wait, yeah. that's Vail, V-A-L-E or V-A-I-L? Vanessa, V-A-N-E-S-S-A, V-A-L-E. So it's Vanessa Vail on sale. Let me read the, if I can find it, well, maybe Jenny talks. I have it. I actually have it up. I'm on your website. I need to read the um, book description. The pack rule, number one. Yeah, Yeah, you read it. I'll read it. (laughs) Okay. Pack rule number one, never reveal to a human. I broke that rule the day I met the beautiful doctor. I might be a rodeo champ, but she made me lose my concentration on the back of a bull. Now the sweet female is on to me since being gored means injury. When I heal within hours, she knows something's not right. My alpha told me to watch her. Not a problem. I'll watch her all right, real close. I'll stick to her like a like super glue. Hold on. <laughs> And those human men who want to date her, they better step back, because the doctor is all mine, whether she knows it yet or not. Coming to all retailers April 9th. Ooh, Jenny, was that also a little sampling of your romance reading voice? Perhaps it is. I also have a nom de plume that I will not say. (laughs) No, but that was... Awesome. Thank you. I want to hear you read in that voice all the time. You want me to read a horoscope in that voice for you later? (laughs) No, I want you to read bad news in it because it would make (laughs) bad news a little bit easier, I think. Uh, Sure. Um, Azerbaijan is at war or something. (laughs) (laughs) Not Azerbaijan. No, no. But um, yeah, so so that's the book. Um, Great. And we're doing a little promo thing I'm very excited about. And Kat, you can participate. Yeah. Where uh, we're going to have our listeners comment um, on our Instagram or wherever they feel like it, their best uh, romance novel author name. So a pen name. Yeah. Okay. It's so they have to be come Instagram. with the best pen name. And whoever we decide has the best name is going to win a signed book from Vanessa. Love it. Love it. Kat, what would your, what would your name be? Um, Dirk yeah, yeah I, I only have dumb names in my head right now. I'm like, Tutti Fruity. I don't know. What would it be? Mine would be Kipper Woodbridge. <laughs> oh. That sounds like a preppy... Um, 80s bad guy oh yeah that's what i that's what i would write i would just write 1980s in my camaro um selling cocaine that would be that would be a new genre twist cocaine romance (laughs) it doesn't work out ever actually that's the one thing about romance is you can never kill off the hero so don't do too much cocaine (laughs) he dies in the first chapter you don't want to make people cry. Right. No. There has to be a happily ever after. Well, what if Kipper Woodbridge, um, he gets in a car accident and he dies and the insurance adjuster is actually the heroine? There you go. There's the start of your story. Done. 
Mine is Gwendolyn Goodrich. Ooh. Which is really like Gwendolyn the Good Witch. That's I a lot like that. to fit on the cover. Yeah, yeah, I guess I didn't think about that. <laughs> yeah, you gotta like, stack it special. I would just do G and a G. Like, just put GG on there and you're good. Yeah. Mm. I mean, why do a whole name? You're gonna be so big that you just... Well, Vanessa, do you have any um, advice for people coming up with names? Um, I will say that I have the pen names Vanessa Vale and Grace Goodwin. So alliteration, which means two letters of the same kind. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. really the explanation. But two of the same thing works really well. Um, I don't recommend being silly um, okay. or spoofing because no one will take you seriously. Okay. Mm. Unless you are Chuck Tingle. Um, right, exactly. And if Who? you're a guy, and if you're a guy listening to this, sorry, dudes, but you might want to um, put a first initial with your name if your name is like Bob, because most <laughs> don't go for um, male written romance unless you're a nom de plume and you're in disguise as a lady. Which will happen. There are some gentlemen authors That's out funny. there who we don't know that they're guys because their pen names are ladies' names. Oh, fascinating. That's great. Fascinating. Just like the Love ladies it. back in the day when we couldn't write yeah, right. because we had ladies' names. Yeah, how does that feel, Kevin? Yeah, payback. <laughs> Kevin mm. having to go as Kelly. Yeah, that's how we're sticking it to him. It's all, I would just like to think that all of the male uh, romance novelists are actually just it's all Chuck Palahniuk under <laughs> a series of nom de plumes. Here's the thing the ladies who write romance and do really well with it make more money, rake in way more cash than some big names that you guys know. That wow, that's amazing. Because they are self-publishing, they're self-sufficient, they are women, they're empowered, they know what their readers want. They're business women. Um, and, that's uh, that's they, the best. Yeah. That's that is fabulous. also too is like you don't like you don't think about that, but this is an industry that is built with women um, and, or More female women. identifying people. That's right. Or even not. I mean, I mean now too, I think with um, – True. You know, having more exploration and more acceptance of the LGBTQ community, now you can really, like, you can have all kinds and all kinds of people and all kinds of genders. And it is true. And, the variety of romance yeah. novels includes um, uh, any love of all kinds. That's so beautiful. Oh, I like this. That's a, oh, that's a great way to end this. Aww. Love of all kinds. Vanessa, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Um, let people know where they can like see you and um, all your all your sosh. Okay, well, let me just say you can always find a sale book of mine at vanessavaleonsale.com. Um, let's see, my Instagram, sort of a mouthful, sorry, is Vanessa underscore Vale underscore author. Um, so I'd love to have you follow me. I only post cool pictures of me on there i don't put them on facebook at all um on facebook just look up vanessa vale and you can track me down i'm there a lot i have a uh a um author group in there you can join and we can all chat um i don't really do twitter so it's not very exciting um my website is vanessavaleauthor.com 
what else is there? I heard you just I'm, got a TikTok. I'm, uh, yeah. Well, I, I, <laughs> I admit I'm old enough where my kids help me with stuff like that. So I do have a TikTok account just enough to, to watch Jenny's. No, oh, thank videos, you. I'm, so I'm telling you though, Vanessa, using TikTok, uh, for your authorship it's, it can really do some good damage. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. So you well, seen that one viral video. Okay. We'll just have to work on that together. I'll need okay. to <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you so much for coming on the cast. This has been awesome. Me. I hope everyone okay. has learned something about romance books. And um, hey, if you are listening to this and you have thoughts on it, um, holler. I have email or drop me a line on Instagram or Facebook. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you. That's yeah, great. Thank you. This was awesome. This fun. Um, and then we'll link everything in the show notes and thank you so much. And uh, stay tuned to hear what planet uh, Kat and I are going to fuck on. Yes. I just want to know which one is the tropical paradise. I'm on my way. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah mm-hmm. I do want to hear answers for that too. So those of you who are interested in sci-fi, um, do the Grace Goodwin test and let me know who you get. I want to know what planet you got. Yeah. All right. Cool. Bye. Bye. Thank you, ladies. Bye. Oh my God. That was so fun. It was really fun. I'm not really a very fun. good adult though. You know what You're I mean? A fine like, adult. I just, it's so funny because I'm just, I, I can't help myself. Like I'm like talking about, she's talking very seriously about romance and I'm over here like, what's the adult swim version of this? <laughs> well, but I think that's just kind of like instinctual. She also lives and breathes it all the time. And that's we're true. just like, are you? yeah i think it's i still think even though like i love it and i see the value in it i also still think it's funny yeah i think i think we have you have to i mean so i read it right that's one of my jobs right now and it's like um i've read super raunchy kind of what she was talking about like it's almost like erotica and then I've read the Hallmark where it like the fucking doesn't happen until the last chapter, but you mm-hmm. like, you know, there is like this sincerity to it or sincerity and it just, yeah, you kind of got to get over how silly it is because you got to make those sex noises. Like I got to be like, oh yes. Oh. oh my God. Oh my God. And I have to do it alone in a booth by myself. <laughs> <laughs> and then I get a warning. Yeah. I did, I did, um, I did bring up gracegoodwin.com bride yes. testing. We're going to test you. All right. Let's okay. do this. So you go to the website, everyone. It's gracegoodwin.com slash get tested. Um, or actually, no, sorry. Um, that's what it is. Or go to interstellarbridesprogram.com. Um, and then said br- it goes that it's bride testing. Okay. In a universe plagued by the hive menace. Oh, man, that sounds No, bad. you need to read this in your romance voice. Get in. No. In a universe. Do you want to do British? No, 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 no. But I do, do British. British. No, in but a if universe you... plagued by no. If you do, here's the okay. thing. I can't, I know that you're not British and you turn into a theater kid for me. Right. The second you, no, don't do it. In You'll a universe plagued by no. the hive menace. <laughs>
Jesus Christ, I know that any minute now, you theater kid, you're going to break into song and everybody on the bus is going to sing Lean in On Me. I know that that's what happens. It's only the honor. Okay. All right. I'll do my voice. Okay. Yeah. In a universe plagued by the hive menace, only the honorable and revered fighter can claim a mate. Are you ready to find your perfect match? To begin, enter your name and email. <laughs> There it is. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Okay. It's, All right. It's your name. It's your name. Right. De Plume. No, you're putting okay. De Plume. All right. Gwendolyn De Plume. Okay. Gwendolyn. Gwendolyn. Goodrich. Goodrich. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. We're gonna consent to taking the test, and let's do it. So you click submit, mm-hmm. and I'm excited to know what these questions are. Okay, so this is a test that matches you in all ways to a coalition fighter. Oh, yeah. Coalition. 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 What? God, I'm an idiot. I don't know how to read. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the questions are not suitable for work and absolutely not appropriate for children. Please only Jenny, continue. people are listening to us right now. Just, tell, just get to the question. No, I know, but it says, oh, it says press to begin. I was waiting for it to load. Oh, I thought that was part of it. <laughs> okay. All right. Do, okay, it says testing in progress. Do not leave your testing chair. Question one. What color most closely represents your true personality? Oh, they have a lot of colors. Okay. Oh, whichever one is yellow. Okay. Well, let me just... There's, there's princess pink, tea rose orange, hot pink, sparkling silver, navy blue, mysterious black, emerald green, ruby red. I refuse to choose a favorite. Violet and vibrant... Green. Wait, you want to go green? Yeah. Okay. Or sunshine gold? No, emerald green. Emerald green. Okay. Okay. It's loading. Apparently, I don't have good internet in space. Question well, two. What is your favorite scent? Okay. Oh. Leather and oil. Vanilla. Burning wood. I think that would be mine. Rugged earth. Flowers in bloom. Spring rain. Fresh baked bread. Wood, forest pine. Wild wind, chocolate, cinnamon, citrus. All right. I want you to guess which one you think it is. Fresh baked bread. <laughs> <laughs> I just love to smell like fresh baked bread. Bread No, um, No. <laughs> this is a good smell. Did I you guys make bread over quarantine? Okay. Uh, my husband did. Yes. Okay. What uh, is it? Wild pine. wind? Pine. Uh, no. Pine. Okay. The trees. Pine. Okay. Yeah. I would have yeah. chose either burning wood or forest pine. I like a sandalwood. I feel yeah. like pine might be the closest to that. I mean, actually, right I now, campfires are not the greatest smell in the world. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, it's true. Question three. What is the single most important character trait in your ideal mate? Okay. Devotion. Honor. Courage. Respectful. Attentive. Spontaneous. Loyal. Caring. Adventurous. Protective. Honesty. Self-discipline. You can't pick more than one? Nope. I'm going to go with spontaneous. Spontaneous. Okay. I think I'll go for caring or adventurous. Yeah, adventurous is fun too. I feel like adventurous and spontaneous are similar. Okay. Where Where would your dream life take you if you remained here on Earth? Time travel is allowed, okay? So I would be a world-famous chef. Chef, I would explore the Amazon jungle. I'd be, I'd be a chef. This is a world-famous chef. 
Michelle <laughs> has been through so Things many me. wars. <laughs> I'd be a famous rock band. <laughs> I would be a wealthy heiress. I'd be a race car driver. I would go to a BDSM club and seduce a sexy billionaire dom. I would be a pirate captain on the high seas. I'd be a queen in Regency era castle. I'd be a rebel leader in outer space. I would tour the world on my private jet. I would hide away in a mountain retreat. I would suntan on a secluded beach. I think that's huh. I would have said the beach, but I think it might be rock band. All right. Going yeah. Jesus. Going, going back to Jesus, I going guess. Going back to Jesus. Okay. What is your favorite type of sexual toy or stimulant? Okay. Handcuffs restraints, my mate's mouth, anal beads, dildo or double dildo, anal plug, Benoit balls, spanking paddle, nipple clamps, a blindfold, my mate's hands, fingers, vibrator, my mate's huge cock. Oh, wow. Well, see, this is the thing is what if you, it's not huge cock. What if you're like, what if you're just a, like little a medium cock? cock? We'll just what say your mate's like, cock. I don't like a big cock. I'm just kidding. I, I just, I just felt, I felt <laughs> I for the little cocks cock. out there. I just True. felt for the little ones out there. I'm going to say, um, hands and fingers hands and or fingers. vibrator. Okay. I don't know. I would say hands and fingers. I mean, okay. cause yeah, you can't burn your clit yeah. off with hands and fingers. True. Fair. <laughs> Safety first. Okay, the, that what physical attribute is the, most, <laughs> is the most attractive to you in a mate, okay? Yes. His eyes, his um, bulge, his scent, his smile, his hair, his chest, his voice, his laugh, his arms, his hands, his muscular back, his lips. But is not one of the options? Oh my, yeah, it's not. Okay. Are we going to well, talk to them? I'm going to call Vanessa. Call, alert the presses right now. How is butt not an option? I know. I'm going to say muscular back. I was going to say muscular back too. Yeah. All right. Not talked about enough, but really. Oh, I love a Much more exciting than a six pack, I think. Okay. Question seven. Why are you volunteering for the Interstellar Brides program? I want to explore new worlds and experience new things. I've always dreamed of going into space, and this is my chance. I just want to be important to someone. I've got nothing left to lose. I feel trapped and need an adventure. I need a dominant mate, and I don't trust human men. Who would? I don't feel like I'm free to express my sexuality on Earth without being judged. I can't find a worthy mate on Earth. I want to feel like I'm part of something bigger than myself. The men I date here are boring. I have a lot of love to give, and I... And no one to share it with. Oh, that feels sad. I made no. some mistakes and I need a fresh start. Oh. Um, I'm going to go with what, the, one of the first two. Um, I want to explore new worlds or I've always dreamed of going to space. I think it's the first one. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I think this is the last question. Okay. Maybe. Nope. All right. Just kidding. <laughs> your favorite type of fruit um <laughs> all of the answers Just are think, banana right it was, it was so like deep and like why do you want to leave <laughs> because yeah. i need to feel bigger in my life what <laughs> fruit do you like okay <laughs> i'm a cocktail myself okay 
apple, strawberry, pear, banana, kiwi, peach, orange, mango, watermelon, cherry, grape, pineapple. Mango. Mango. Okay. I would have chosen guava, though. No, mm-hmm. papaya. I would have chosen papaya. Okay. What's your favorite type of foreplay? Okay. Play with my ass and fill me up. A dirty talk to me. Sorry. This is the problem. Eat- is I'm, I'm 12 years old. I know all you are 12. <laughs> I'm so immune to it. Eat that pussy, lover boy. Tease my pussy with your fingers till I come. Massage me all over. Fuck my mouth while you suck my clit. 69 me, bad boy. Stretch that pussy with more than one finger. Use your mouth everywhere. A little of everything all at once. I mean, that would be insane. I know. That sounds like a all lot. All those things at once. Tie me up and make me yours. A little spanking makes me burn. Nipples are his favorite treat. Mm, the tease one. The tease. Um, yeah. Tease my pussy with your fingers till I come. Got yeah. it. All right. Let's see what planet you're going to go on. You're going yep. to trash planet. Trash oh. planet? <laughs> no, we have still one more question. Oh. What's the best, what word best describes your behavioral tendencies during sexual encounters eager loving sassy spontaneous accepting and experienced submissive voracious adventurous wild obedient sensual Hmm. sassy sassy i don't really know what that means (laughs) i'm going i'm going with that one i don't know the answer to this (laughs) okay another question (laughs) what's your favorite month of the year just tell me one October. October, your birthday month. Yeah, it's there's usually pretty good weather. Yeah, I love October. Yeah. There's a Halloween. Um, when you're with when you're with your future mate outside the bedroom, what emotion is most important that you feel? So respected, appreciated, supported, encouraged, cherished, honored, desired, accepted, adored, protected, valued, worthy. Ah. I mean, all of them, you know? Yeah. Right? I would say, uh, for me, would be worthy. I'm going to say supported. Supported. Okay. I don't know why that one stuck out to me. That might not even really be the answer, but let's go with it. Okay. Where's the most exotic place you've made love? In a BDSM dungeon? At a club? A comfy bed is just fine by me. Outside under the stars? Or this is like where you would make love. I'm a virgin oh. on an airplane, a beach, at work, at the movies, in public, in a hot tub, on a boat. Well, I've done a few of these. What's the which one of is most exotic? Probably the boat. A boat. Yeah. Was it a sea shanty? It was. I don't know. Was it a? I don't, okay. It was a sailboat. Right. Okay. This is. Okay. This is a lot of talking. Yeah. In your secret sexual fantasies, your mate takes his sweet time talking dirty and paying special attention. Oh, his wow. hands are everywhere. You're okay. stuffed full of cocks and toys and tongues. <laughs> you can't remember his own name. Multiple. <laughs> Sometimes. Multiple so here's the next question. Sometimes he likes to give you a little bite. Okay. Um, he's unpredictable. Loves to fuck you in front of his friends. Ties you up. Blindfolds you. Plays with your pussy, bends you over, makes you beg. Invokes such deep emotions that you need the release of tears after your orgasm. Has a huge cock and stretches it to the point of pain, but you don't want him to stop. 
loves to tie your hands and ravage you all up and down the wall. Invites a friend and they'll make you the center of their world. That sounds fun. Fills your ass <laughs> with a naughty toy before he fucks you. He's bossy as fuck and spanks your bottom when you disobey him. Uh, I don't know. I would say invite a friend over. You pick the answer for I'm this I'm going to say invite a friend. Okay. You do a little, what is it, the devil's uh, deal? Yeah. Something. Sure, why not? <laughs> Are you excited or what? hesitant at the idea of one person? Uh, or more me? than one? Yeah. I don't think about it, actually. So I'm going to say hesitant for you. Okay. Guys, this is a long quiz. Yeah. Okay. I think it's taking extra time, so maybe this is it. <gasps> oh, girl. Where am I that going? Tell is me. complete. You're going to Atlan. Yes. What's in Atlan? Atlan. Spectre says 112. Name. Oh. <gasps> His name is Warlord Ewan. <laughs> Seven two, auburn hair and amber eyes. His rank job is he's a warlord fighter. Warlord does not sound like my type. <laughs> warlord Erwin descends from a long line of military generals. Are you kidding? This is you. Oh, it's just it? it's your dad. Oh no. <laughs> Wait. Come back then. We, we always fuck our dads. He oh, served no. in the high wars for 14 years, oh, the longest God. in his family. And though his beast rages, he maintains no. control, waiting for his matched mate. No. Let's see. Okay. Um I hate to say it, but this is not this doesn't do it for me. But one look at his mate will unleash the beast. Oh. He's a he's a his battlefield is legendary and he's treated as a god amongst mortals in his home world of Atlan. But the beast raging within is taking its toll, bringing him to his knees with the desperate need to find you his perfect match. This he is dreams too, of you this every is too stressful. Night, spending long hours envisioning I don't exactly like that. how hot and wet your pussy will be around oh my his god. huge cock. No. No? Mm-mm. Okay. I'm not into it. I'm not into this one. Well, you're a beast. You're into beast stuff. I'm not. That's okay. the problem. Not quite. All right. I'm going to go I'm gonna through this, this You know what? I'm going to take real this quiz again. I'm you're going to take, take it again? again? Not right now. All I'm right, going to take well, it again on my own time. On my own time so I can really think about these answers. I do have to. I have to run. We're on a time crunch. Yeah. I got to go. I got work to do. Yeah, you do. So do I. I got to put this fucking thing up. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Jenny, well, thank you. That was fun. This was great. I love you and I miss you so much. I love you and I miss you. And we love uh, our gaudy positive listeners we everywhere. Do. So follow us I'm on so Instagram. And tell yep. us your romance names on I'm, Instagram. I'm at Jenny Zagreen on everything. And I'm at Style Ethic on everything. And our, our Instagram for the show is gaudy positive show. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Bye.